Star Man, the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast, where we watch every episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and debate whether Dennis Reynolds was a sex doll or not the whole time. Tonight, we watched Season 1, Episode 5, Gun Fever. I'm Chris, and with me as always is my co-host, Steve. It is still too hot. <laughs> it's, it's still too hot. It's a real hot topic. <laughs> Oh, but don't get the fever. Don't you get that gun fever. Uh, so, I'm just going to speak for myself here for a moment. Uh, initial thoughts are solid episode, but like, what's next? Like, I'm ready to move past it, you know what I mean? Oh, of the the quality of the episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you you didn't feel like it had a lot of staying power? I was feeling very Ariana Grande next. It's because you've heard that song a lot. Yeah, so? That it's in your head. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> look, we've, we've made it clear, maybe not on the, on the airwaves, but to, to each other, that we are, we are trying to get through season one to get to season three. <laughs> you know and we're we're looking forward to it a lot uh because those are some of the best episodes of the entire series um and uh, you know this is their their freshman year and it was still a little rough you know so it didn't it didn't have its regular always sunny like craziness uh you know the season's a lot more grounded and with this even though (laughs) Presumably a sex doll shoots someone in the head. Uh, you know, it's really grounded. It's it's not not as eccentric. I mean, yeah, it was a good episode. I I just I don't know if it felt too straightforward or or you know what I was looking for different, but it it just didn't do it for me. And maybe that's a sign of of the show having evolved and me having evolved with the show that like looking back on this I'm I'm, I'm no longer as blown away by it I guess would be the phrase I would use. I don't I don't uh, know. Of the the sh- the show the season 1 uh that you remembered is that what you're saying uh, or are you saying to a, to it's a always degree, sunny to a degree i think dennis more Reynolds so is it a sex doll? no i think well no dude <laughs> dennis is definitely a sex doll in this episode <laughs> don't get me wrong 100 percent, dennis is a sex doll in this episode <laughs> i just mean in terms of the quality of the episode it didn't it didn't feel as good i mean we had smallville involved right and smallville mm-hmm. was fun but I just, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't blown away. I, I wasn't like dying to see more of Smallville. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no. Thank God we never see him again. Yeah, like he, he was actually not very charismatic and not very engaging, and he just had a, a familiar face. Not as, like, okay. Like I, in fact, I wanted to see less of him. That's how much I disliked him. I want to throw this out there. What if, okay, in the Always Sunny like side characters universe right uh would you say that the lawyer is their joker like what what's the <laughs> like no dude rickety cricket's the joker <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah 
Uh, but, but you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. This guy would be like some small time villain. This guy is this like guy. Calendar Man or yeah. something really <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, he was he was particularly not very interesting. Nor did we did we have any reason to to root for him or his side or against was, him. Like there was just nothing. There was nothing there. It's also like when you watch something like this, you're like, okay, these are the characters that you've shown. Yeah, like. You're only so, showing these five characters, so okay, I'm gonna guess the big picture wise, this episode does two things really great. Number one, it, it introduces Wang, Charlie's mm-hmm. landlord, yep. who goes on to become a series mainstay and is very funny every step of the way. <laughs> and he's the ventriloquist of the <laughs> of this universe. Uh it also I think uh it's important main you know big picture wise because this is their fifth episode of the first time that they've ever gotten a series together and so far look at all the topics they've covered and we're waiting until episode 5 to finally cover gun control and shit like they're not pulling any punches they're coming out of the gate this first season hard with every single thing that they're commenting on. And especially at the time. I mean, what what year is this? 2006? 2005? 2005. 2005. That's, these are big topics, even for 2005. South Park have been doing this shit for years, though. Yeah, but South Park is Comedy Central. People know what they're getting. This is FX, man. 2005 FX? What did, they had The yeah, Shield. They didn't have anything else. Yeah. Nobody knew what to expect this with This was FX. their first comedy? Yeah. This was their South Park? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, that makes sense. It, it was an adventure all around. They were setting the bar, you know? And then we'd go on to have The Walking Dead and just be disappointed <laughs> for 10 years. However the fuck long it's been. Feels like 10 because it's been so long. Carl. Carl. That's why Carl doesn't have a gun. That's right. Uh, Let's talk for a second about... Sex dolls. Sex dolls and their involvement in this episode. The character of Dennis didn't ultimately play a, a, a big role in this at all. And in fact, every scene that he was in, you could clearly make an argument i think for the other character interpreting it all being in their mind or the other character they're with saying it mainly mac again mainly mac i don't think there was anything that dennis did or said that seemed not uniquely dennis but seemed like there was no way you could make an argument that it, he wasn't a sex doll. Like he, yeah. everything that he did or said seemed like, yeah, I could still see him being a sex doll every step of the way. The only uniquely, the unique part to it was uh, the way that he kind of told off Colin in the parking lot. And he, and he was yeah. like, maybe slip home with a couple bartenders, huh? And like that, I don't think Mac could pull off. No, dude. But, could you imagine if, if you walked up, to these guys and the you're just walking back to your car after leaving a club and all of a sudden this dude carrying a sex doll under his arm walks up to you and is like hey man 
how's it going tonight? It's going pretty good. Yeah, must be a good night going out and seeing a bunch of different bars. And then he like shakes the sex doll and is like, yeah, I'm taking a couple hot dates home too. And like, <laughs> maybe later we can go to Pat's and Gino's and get a steak. <laughs> I love that we think Mac has a, a voice. <laughs> like a cartoon. Uh, yeah, I, I think that there are a lot of things in this episode that uh, I definitely point to him being a sex doll. I, uh, I think probably the hardest thing to explain of why he was a sex doll it's that he physically shot a gun and hit Charlie in the nah, head. that was Mac so, shooting the gun. Sure, it could have been. It could have been D because they were both yelling, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him at the same time. So I kind of saw that oh. as both of them tried to shoot, right? Like, Ooh, and that's why and, at the end he waits until D leaves the room to be like, we're going to keep the gun, right? Yeah. You just can't tell D because he'll shoot me again? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's, yeah, like, he, like, I just imagine, like, both of them trying to grab the gun, and they're fumbling it, and the sex doll's in the middle of it, and they equally shoot it, right? And they blame it on the sex doll. (laughs) It was the sex doll's fault. And the police are like, what the fuck? (laughs) These fucking crazy people. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think that's pretty hard to pretty hard to knock off that it's it it, it could be either one of them. Um, I just uh, I I don't I think it's believable, but I don't think it's super concrete. You All know. Right. Um, well, that, let me let me ask you then this. All right, it's believable, but it's not concrete. If you had to put a number. A number of stars on that. Yeah. We like to grade each episode with a, a number of stars based on one being that Dennis is the most human and five being that Dennis is the most human. Uh, how many stars would you give Dennis in this episode? I would give it four stars. You're a four-star man in this yeah, episode. four-star man because he, you know he what? shot the gun... And uh, there were some things that he said and did that I don't think Mac would have been able to pull off, even if he was doing a silly voice behind a sex doll. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, uh, you make him fucking sound like, <laughs> like an Archie comic. <laughs> uh, I think I agree with you on this one. Uh, I think that I'm not I'm not sold on him being a five, but I think I think four is a very solid territory, and I think, um, I think my my personal hypothesis is that uh, most of our episodes are going to end with a four star man category. It could than a five. It could man. Hey, last episode was a train wreck of mm-hmm. of like being shaken to my core. Of, <laughs> is Dennis Reynolds a sex doll? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this was refreshing. This was the cup of coffee in the morning that I needed okay. to to get over that. Uh, it's like a bad loss on a sports team. But anyway, this one pulled it back in. Yeah. And, I, uh, fuck Smallville. Fuck Smallville. Smallville. Uh, <laughs> fuck that show from 
15 years yeah. ago. You wish you were pre-CW. You on that WB. Yo, another new show on the WB. <laughs> another new show that no one will see. Shots fired, WB. Come at us. Simpsons did it. Hashtag Simpsons <laughs> did it. Oh, I got nothing else to add to that. Do you got anything? Nah, man. This was... This was all around a... Uh, a a quite digestible episode. There you go. There you go. For uh for five star man and for, for Steve Grande, my name is Chris. And uh this was a four star man episode, I guess. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Cue Steve Winwood. You got it. You got it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the holiday season, <laughs> and Christmas commercials are, are left, right, up, and down, everywhere you look, and this episode, we saw probably, I guess because we watch all of our stuff on, you know, streaming and Netflix and Hulu and shit, all those commercials, you know, YouTube, like... We see this one brand for, uh, it's called Peloton, and it's a cycling bike. And the special thing about it, why it's just not another bike, that stationary bicycle, it's a, it has like an iPad in it, a screen that you can... Wait, for real? Yeah, it has a screen. I never got that. Yeah, it has, what? There, There was people on it. As they're looking down at it. How many times have I seen that? I've never, I never got that. That was the whole thing they were selling. Yeah, was that there that, was a screen on yeah, there. Yeah, the Peloton is. It, it's like this is. Do you hate going to spin class? Do you hate the fucking smell of walking into that room and then sweating for forty five minutes with other people? Like let, now, you can do it in the comfort of your home because here is a program that is streaming content of. Fucking spin classes and shit. That's what that's what Peloton is. So anyway, the main point of it is is that this lady walks in to her shed, and out in the open is a Peloton, and it has a little name tag, and it says "To Jill" or whatever. Um, it, it it's there's not even a tarp. There's not even uh, a cover. It's not hidden in the room, pushed up oh, against I the wall. I think that's the least of it the is, worries. This is like uh, worse than a car commercial, dude. Because like, same thing, right? Like nobody, who is going around and giving cars as a surprise Christmas gift? Guess what's in the front lawn? Rich ass people. Are you kidding that's me? Who. If you're my fucking partner and and I and you're like, guess what's in the front yard? And I walk out and there's a goddamn car. I'm going to be fucking livid, all right? We have not discussed that for our budget and our finances. Can we afford this car? Can we afford the payment and the insurance for you and me? Happy Honda days. It's a December to remember because you fucked us so hard financially by buying this car out of the blue without 
discussing it with me first. Why would you do that? And to me, a Peloton is in a, a similar... No, it's not as severe as a car, right? It's not going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars. No, but probably somewhere eight to, you know, 1500 Yeah, absolutely. It's still a big-ass purchase that you shouldn't be surprising someone with. Uh, okay, a... a car payment for five years versus a peloton that you could probably pay you know there or in a couple months you're like right that. these are rich white people in the suburbs that have yeah. a separate guitar uh, a garage from their house and that yeah, like as the as the as the man the is is hanging lights on the ceiling then the and the lady's like mm, look at him hang lights i'm gonna go work out well he doesn't yes, know yes. get the fuck out then, of here with and, that shit like like he doesn't recognize that you're coming to bed sweaty and like <laughs> breathing heavily get the fuck out of here but i put it more on him because like you put it out in the open you made no attempt to fucking not not put a present it's called a present it's it's a fucking surprise you're supposed to you know not leave it out in the open man it's like if you if you left a present right in the middle of a of a coffee table, people are gonna see it. You shit, like, dude. Look, if why I would, did you if think I your wife ra- wouldn't go back to if that? If I were to wrap that thing, right, like, listen, y'all. Here's a here's a here's some fucking surprise for you guys right now. Here's the thing, Steve Grande. It is your birthday this weekend, and it we is. are celebrating your birthday. Happy birthday, my friend. Thank you. And for your birthday, I got you a very special gift. I bet you it's a surprise. I bet you didn't see it coming. Here you go. Here's your gift. This was this was a gift you got for Christmas. Oh, you're right. What a surprise, though. You didn't see it coming because it was out in the open. You never suspected it. No, I knew it was a bit all along. I sniffed that shit out like a, <laughs> like how you sniff out screens when we play Madden. Oh, dude, it's shocking when you're. Oh, anyway, Peloton. Uh, it, it's <sighs> get it for your loved ones, but don't yeah. tell them about it. And, and like, <laughs> surprise and them pe- with a bill. Peloton. <laughs> Pel- Happy Christmas! Here's a bill. Peloton is uh, I, I guess uh, I guess supporting infidelity. Don't let your partner know that wow. that you're using. It's pretty intense, Doug. Yeah. Shame on you. Shame. <laughs> Peloton. Trying to make people healthier. But Shame. ruining relationships at the same time. Oh shit. This is a prequel to uh that You're that getting out Black, of, you're getting out of control. Yeah, you're getting this out of is control. this is a prequel to the Black Mirror episode with Ooh, the guy. The from, one with Peloton? Yeah, the yeah, the guy with uh from Get Out. Oh yeah. Yeah, because they're all on bikes. Yeah, he was in Sicario, dude. The Sicario? Yeah, was dude. he a Sicario too though? Sic- I don't I don't I never saw Sicario too, but Sicario mm-hmm. one the movie's badass and that dude's in it and he, he you'd never know he was in it. He plays such a minor role. Thanks for listening to badass dudes. <laughs> On a, Thank, thanks on for listening to Six podcast. Degrees of Sicario. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, with uh, that, I think I'm it. Benicio del Toro, <laughs> and I'm Emily Blunt. <laughs> Were they in that movie? Yeah. Oh, great. Cool.
cool. We, we got it. Nailed it. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Josh Brolin.